your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the app and join me this week, Friday at 7 p.m. to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we are going to start recapping the season series between the Wild and teams in the West Division. And for today, we will start with the Anaheim Ducks and the San Jose Sharks. We'll look at who had good season series against the Ducks uh, and against the Wild, we'll look at both sides of the coin. Plus, we'll also look at some of the memorable games from the season series and uh, some of the big keys as to how the Wild, or in some cases, how the opposing team were able to gain the upper hand in the head-to-head matchup. So should be a fun way to help us continue the D portion of our Dennis system for the offseason, decompressing the season. And so uh, we will have plenty to discuss here the rest of the week. My name is Seth Topol, veteran of 10 plus years of Minnesota sports coverage and your host for Locked on Wild. Also uh, fortunate enough to have covered the Wild for the last couple of seasons exclusively. Thanks for joining me here today. And let's dive in. As mentioned, we are in the letter D of our offseason Dennis system, decompressing the season, both the postseason and the regular season. We Already this week, took a look at the Vegas Golden Knights series. Some things that went well and some things that didn't. So uh, if you missed that yesterday, you can definitely check it out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. For today, we'll be talking about the Wild and the Anaheim Ducks and the Wild and the San Jose Sharks, two of the bottom teams in the Honda West division. And uh, for the Wild, a pretty dominant stretch, although not as dominant as you would think. The Wild won 7 of 8 against the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And their only loss of the season series came in the first game against the Ducks this season, in which the Wild lost by a score of 1 to nothing. John Gibson with a shutout in that game. And as we'll look at in the season series numbers between these two teams, honestly, Anaheim didn't play particularly poorly in the uh, series. They really only had one game that got away from them. That was the fourth game of the season series in which the Wild won by a score of 5-1. Uh, to one. Other than that, I mean, you look up and down the scores, Wild winning uh, game two of the series, 3-2. to two. They won the third game of the season series 3-1. to one. That 5-1 to one score, as I mentioned, in Game 4. Then uh, the rest of the way, it was one goal wins. The Wilds beating the Ducks 2-1 to one in Game 5 of the series. Then 3-2 to two in Game 6. And then the 7th and 8th game of the season series, the Wild winning 4-3 to three in overtime in both cases. So a Ducks team that hung with the Wild, and I think... It's safe to say, especially in those last couple of games of the regular season, uh, a wild team that uh, that maybe didn't play up to the level that we had seen them play throughout uh, the course of the season. But, you know, you have that sometimes where a team that is uh, is not having a, a whole tremendous amount of success, um, 
you kind of play down to that a little bit, and I think uh, I think there was a little bit of that for the Wild throughout this series. But at the end of the day, the Wild did what they needed to do, and even on your best day, if you uh, aren't able to, you know, blow the competition away as long as you win the games, that uh, I guess is really all that matters. Um, when all is said and done. So wanted to just point out uh, a couple of things that uh, we have seen, uh, that we saw in the series against the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And yes, I know a lot of the stats that I'm about to read off, uh, not necessarily uh, indicative of, uh, of wins and losses, but you look at it, the Wild scored 24 goals in the eight games uh, against the Ducks. So by my um, elite levels of math, um, they scored three goals per game. That's not uh, that's not terrible, but that's you know that's right around where you need to be uh, in order to win hockey games. Not really more than that, um, and they they didn't really do uh, a whole lot other than uh, just those three goals. Uh, the thing that I really take away is that against the Anaheim Ducks. The uh, Wild had, in eight games, they had five power play goals, um, including two by Jared Spurgeon. And uh, they also had a shorthanded goal uh, in the series as well. So for the Wilds, that was a huge spot of contention in the uh, early part of the season. The power play was just anemic. And so uh, to see the Wild have that uh, kind of power play success against the Ducks was uh, was certainly encouraging, and that was a big reason as to uh, why they were able to win the season series so lopsidedly uh, by that uh, 7-1 to one margin. Now, for the, um, for the Anaheim Ducks against the Minnesota Wild, they did not score a single power play goal. They didn't have a power play goal, a power play assist, no shorthanded goals uh, or anything along those lines. So um, a great power play and a great penalty kill for the Wild uh, in their season series against the Anaheim Ducks. That certainly was uh, was a large part as to why uh, the Wilds were able to do what they did uh, against the Ducks this year. But the other part of it comes down to the goaltending as well. And uh, this is the final point that I'll make before we look at some of the uh, better individual performances throughout the season series. Um, goaltending on both sides was uh, was not really that bad at all. I mean, John Gibson went 1-2-1 one, and one in four games against the Wilds, and uh, Ryan Miller went 0-3-1 and one in his four games against the Wild. But John Gibson had a 3.01 goals allowed average and a 90.4 save percentage. Uh, Ryan Miller had a 3.05 goals allowed average and an 88.6 save percentage. So collectively, a three uh, goals allowed average and an 89.6 save percentage. Save percentage a little low, but um, honestly, those aren't bad numbers uh, from a goalie perspective. On the other side, uh, other side of things, Capo Kakinen, 4-0 in his four starts against the Ducks with a 1.76 goals allowed average and a 92.4 save percentage. Cam Talbot was 3-1, and and uh, his only loss was on the wrong end of a shutout. His goals allowed average was 1.74 against the Ducks with a 93.2 save percentage. So collectively, 7-1, 1.75 goals allowed average, 
and a 92.8 save percentage for Talbot and Kakinen. That is really, really good goaltending. Add that together with the power play and the penalty kill disparity uh, between the two teams, and uh, that is a huge reason as to why the Wild went 7-1 and one against the Anaheim Ducks here this season. Next up, we'll look at some of the individual performers. Uh, who had the best season against the Ducks this year? Uh, we'll take a look at those numbers, plus we'll shift our attention towards the San Jose Sharks. That's all next here on Locked on Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Lockdown Wild once a week, so you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about your favorite sports leagues. Be sure to join me this week. I will be hosting a room for Lockdown Wild on Friday at 7 p.m. So go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. You can follow me at Seth Topes to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning again to be live on Friday at 7 p.m. I cannot wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Wild. We will definitely see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Are you looking for a great tasting snack that can also help you stay in shape? Boy, have I got a good one for you. It's Built Bar. Built Bars are delicious and good for you. They come in nine amazing flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there is a Built Bar flavor for everyone. If you're not sure what your favorite Built Bar is, you can get a mixed box, and you'll get two each of the nine flavors. The best part about Built Bars is that they're healthy, too. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, are only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and contain only 4 grams of net carbs. Plus, there are a few other flavors that have more protein packed into each delicious Built Bar. So don't delay. Head to BuiltBar.com right now, and you can get 15% off of your first order by using the promo code LOCKED15. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Continuing with our season series recaps here on Locked on Wild, finishing up the Anaheim Ducks before we turn our attention to the San Jose Sharks as we go from the bottom up in the Honda West Division. Wanted to look at some of the standout performers. We talked goaltending as a huge reason as to why the Wild had such success against the Ducks in the season series. And so... Uh, wanted to focus on some of the individual performers uh, that had good series as well. Uh, of course, our favorite son here in uh, Minnesota, Kirill Kaprizov, had uh, a pretty good series against the Ducks. One goal, but he did have seven assists as well uh, and was a plus four in the series uh, in the eight games. So great work for Kaprizov. Uh, he did have uh, one assist on the power play as well. Guy that maybe had uh, the best series, at least from a scoring perspective, was Jared Spurgeon. Spurgeon with three goals, three assists, so six total points. He had two power play goals and a power play assist for the uh, for the Wild in the series uh, against the Ducks. Otherwise, we uh, also had Matt Zuccarello. 
a goal and five assists in six games uh, against the Ducks. Ryan Hartman had three goals and two assists. Kevin Fiala had three goals and two assists. Jewel Erickson Eck had three goals and two assists. Uh, Ryan Hartman also had a shorthanded goal for the uh, the Wilds in the series. Kevin Fiala had, uh, I'm, I'm sure the Ducks were sick of seeing him by the time the series finished, had uh, 29 shots in the eight games, as well as those three goals. So uh, I'm sure the uh, the Ducks said, enough is enough. We raise the white flag. We do not want to see Kevin Fiala anymore after this season. So uh, Fiala had a, a great series. Jewel Erickson Eck, as mentioned, Ryan Hartman. Nick Benino and Nico Sturm with two goals apiece. Victor Rask had three goals in the season series against the Anaheim Ducks. Other scorers, Nick Bugstad and Marcus Foligno, each had a goal in the uh, the series. So a lot of points, a lot of goals, and uh, a lot of it being spread around uh, in the series against the Anaheim Ducks and uh, the Wilds. As mentioned, doing a great job uh, containing Anaheim throughout the series. On the Anaheim side of things, there were a few players that had uh, decent series. Max Comtois had three goals and an assist in seven games played. Uh, four points for him in the series. Nicholas Delorier had two goals and an assist. Derek Grant had two goals. Other than that, just single goals for Trevor Zegris who is somebody that the Wild will be hearing a lot of going forward. Uh, Adam Enrique, Troy Terry, and Ricard Raquel, all with goals. Sam Steele had a goal as well. Uh, Cam Fowler and David Backus also with goals for the Ducks in the series uh, against the Wild. I mentioned the goaltending for the Ducks side of things. Not particularly bad, uh, just not as good as the Wild's goaltending was. So that, again, a big reason as to why the Wild uh, won the series the way that they did. So Anaheim Ducks will not be a primary opponent of the Wild next year as the Wild shift back to the Central Division. But uh, at least for this year, the Wild certainly happy to see them as much as they did um, throughout uh, the course of the season. Okay, let's move on to the San Jose Sharks, another team that uh, the Wilds had relatively good success against uh, during the course of the season as uh, they had a pretty good amount of success against pretty much everybody in the uh, Honda West division, not named Colorado or St. Louis. The Wilds winning the season series 5-3, to three, winning five out of eight games in the series. And uh, again, looking at the goaltending, goaltending was uh, not as crisp in the season series against the Sharks, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that plenty here um, during the course of the next segment plus. Uh, in the season series, you look at the scores, and uh, the Sharks able to put some goals in the net um, pretty much the entire series long. Wild won game one of the series 4-1. to one. Then the Sharks came back and won Game 2 of the series, 5-3. to three. Wild won Game 3, 6-2. to two. Sharks then won Games 4 and 5 back-to-back, 4-3 to three in a shootout, and then 4-2. to two. And that was uh, kind of, that was struggle, uh, that was the struggle point for the Wild um, 
at that point in the season when they were going up against the Sharks on the road. Lost both those games back-to-back. The Wild then swept the rest of the series, winning 3-2 in Game 6, 5-2 in Game 7, and 6-3 in Game 8 of the series. So a lot of goals um, for the Sharks, 22 in the eight games played. Uh, On the Wild side of things, uh, the Wild had 32 goals. So here, the Wild averaging four goals a game. Uh, and uh, the Sharks averaging just under three. So that certainly helped the Wild win the season series. They were able to add a lot more. Uh, they had four power play goals in the eight games, so the power play was uh, was good as well. Uh, the Sharks able to get some power play opportunities and goals in the series with two power play goals and a shorthanded goal as well. Um, looking at uh, how things matched up, from a goalie perspective in the series. Uh, For the Sharks, they did get uh, a couple of good performances. Devin Dubnik, in two games against the Wild, had uh, an 0-1 record, 2.09 goals allowed average, and a 92.5 save percentage. So uh, Dubnik not particularly bad in uh, his time in net. It was Martin Jones that had arguably the worst numbers against the Wild. 3-3 three and three in seven games, a 4.14 goals allowed average, and an 84.8 save percentage. That's, uh, that's not great at all uh, for Martin Jones. And Yosef Kornar had uh, one loss against the Wild, 0-1 in two games, a 2.00 goals allowed average, and a 90.4 save percentage. No shutouts for the Sharks in the series. And collectively, they had a four goals allowed average and an 86.8 save percentage. On the wild side of things, Capo Kakinen was four and two against the Sharks with a 2.5 goals allowed average and a 92% save percentage. Cam Talbot played in three games. He was 1 0 1 with a 2.48 goals allowed average and a 91.7 save percentage. Uh, this was the point when Talbot was injured. Um, during that stretch of the season was uh, was when a few of the games against the Sharks took place. So not a whole lot of uh, success or um, playing time, that is, against the Sharks this season. But that, again, was due to an injury. So we saw a lot more Capo Kakinen against the Sharks. And as I said, it was the offense that allowed the uh, Wild to win this season series um, by being able to put up 32 goals in the eight games played. And that was huge in helping the Wild win the series. Next up, we will take a look at the individual performers from the Wild and Sharks season series. And then we'll take a look ahead at what is coming up the rest of the week as well. Lots more to come next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Round two in the Stanley Cup playoffs is underway. The NBA playoffs continue. Major League Baseball churns along. The PGA Tour is going strong. And we are one step closer every day to NFL action. So there is no shortage of things for you to place your bets on. 
So before the next pitch, before the opening face-off, the opening tip, the opening tee time, before your next sporting event gets going, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for even another second. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams push through their seasons. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On Wild and for tomorrow. We will take a look at a couple more teams in the Honda West Division as to uh, how things played out here this season against the Minnesota Wild. Tomorrow we will go through the likes of the Los Angeles Kings and the Arizona Coyotes before we finish the week on Friday going through the St. Louis Blues, Vegas Golden Knights, and Colorado Avalanche. So uh, one more day of two teams, then we'll blast through the final three in the division on Friday to uh, finish off the decompression portion of our wild offseason Dennis system. Let's look at who had good series against the Sharks and for the Sharks against the Wild in uh, the 2021 season. Matt Zuccarello certainly loved playing the San Jose Sharks as he had four goals. Get this. The Wild had four players who had four goals in the season series against the San Jose Sharks. Matt Zuccarello had four. Kevin Fiala had four. Kirill Kaprizov had four. And Zach Parisi had four goals for the uh, Wild against the Sharks. So those guys had great series. Nick Benino had three goals in eight games against the Sharks. And uh, you look down the rest of the lineup, Marcus Foligno, Jewel Erickson Eck, both with two goals against the Sharks. Jordan Greenway, Jared Spurgeon, Marcus Johansson, Victor Rask, Ryan Suter, Jonas Brodeen, Nick Bugstad, Ian Cole, and Nico Sturm all had individual goals against the Sharks. Uh, the Wild had 85 points in eight games against the Sharks on the season. So nine points in eight games for Matt Zuccarello. Uh, in six games, I should say, for Matt Zuccarello against the Sharks. Fiala and Hartman had seven each. Benino and Kaprizov and Parisi had six. Felino, Eriksonek, Greenway, and Susi with five points each against the Sharks on the season. On the San Jose side of things, Evander Kane leading the way with four goals on the season series. Former Wild center Ryan Donato had two goals, as did Tomas Hurdle. He had one. Brent Burns had three goals against his former team. 
and uh, Eric Carlson with two goals. Logan Couture and Matt Nieto had two goals apiece. Single goals for Rudolf Balsiers, Nikolai Netsov, Redim Simek, Joel Kelman, Joachim Blitchfeld, and Noah Greger all had goals against the Wild this season. So uh, it was top, um, Evander Kane and then the former Wild players who had great season series against the Wild, Ryan Donato and Brent Burns as well. Shocker there. So the Wilds taking care of things from the uh, goalie perspective against the Anaheim Ducks and uh, from the offensive perspective against the San Jose Sharks. So that wraps up two of our season series previews. Again, coming up tomorrow, we will take a look at the Arizona Coyotes and the Los Angeles Kings. So uh, that'll be on tomorrow's show, and then Friday we finish off the division, and we finish off the decompression portion of the Dennis system for the Wilds offseason. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and follow wherever you listen to podcasts so that you do not miss out on future episodes of Locked on Wild. You can also follow us on Twitter at Locked on Wild, and you can follow me on Twitter as well at Seth Topes. Sports fans, if you need a little more sports fix, check out the Locked On Today podcast. And today on the Locked On Today podcast, LeBron James was not enough for the Los Angeles Lakers. Are they done? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Have a great rest of your day. We will have more season series previews for you tomorrow here on Locked On Wild.